Buenos días, good morning, and this is Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez and my co-host, my brother, my friend and partner, Tim Flirty. This is the talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truth of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. All right, welcome back to another week of Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty here with my co-host and partner, Pastor Israel <laughs> Rodriguez. Israel Rodriguez. How are you doing, Tim, today? Doing great. And we have back with us for another week uh, Lonnie Wolverton of PursesWithAPurposeBoise.org. And if you were with us last week, you know a little bit about uh, Lonnie growing up in Parma, and we're going to get to hear more of her story this week and next week as she takes us through the journey of uh, going off to college and motherhood and her professional life, and then leads us all the way into her current work that she's doing today uh, with these amazing women that are all volunteers that are coming from around the community to stuff these purses and to get them out to the young women, to the homeless women, to the women coming out of incarceration, to help them just have a little bit, a little bit of breathing room and a little bit of dignity throughout the month. So Pastor, you know, and and Lonnie, thank you again for being here. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm I'm excited to be a part of of sharing um, purses with a purpose with uh, everybody in the community. As you know, and you were here last week, so you know this. We have we start with this question of the week, and it's an opportunity for us just to have a little bit of biblical wisdom as we, you know, are learning together and. My question this week, the thing that has really been on my mind that I've been trying to think about is, you know, as a guy, sometimes it's tough for me to accept help. I, for whatever reason, felt comfortable accepting help from Lonnie so many years ago as you know, and I, and I don't know what was with this spirit, but it is often very difficult as a man to allow someone to help you sometimes. And I'm wondering, what does the Bible say about accepting help from others and 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 how do we know, uh, you know, to do that, or, or what? Can, what can you tell us about that? What kind of wisdom can you share? Yes, I was raised, you know, by my dad teaching me to do the best that I could. You know, do the best that you can do, and then when you know that you have done all of that, then you can ask for help. You know, and then he told me, you know, if if God knows what you're going through and what you need, come to Him first. You know, and He can use people because always. God is going to uh, use a vessel, you know, a person, uh, a man, a woman, a child, anybody that is willing to be used by him. He he speaks through people. He sends the help through people. So when you ask someone else for help, you are giving people an opportunity to serve God and share Christ's love with you. And I didn't look at it that way because of my of my uh, measure of pride, my measurement pride. You know, but coming into the context of the scriptures in Galatians 6, verse 2, the Bible tells us that bear one another burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We need one another. We need to encourage one another. We need to to support one another. We need to help one another. A lot of times when we are in the same environment as the body of Christ, and I see somebody in need, 
that they need a hand, that they need help with the specific things, I don't need to ask. You just go ahead because it's God himself who's leading you to do your part into the kingdom of God to be a blessing, become a blessing. So don't expect to be asked. Just do what the Lord tells you to do. Do what he commands you to do. And uh, if you think that you don't have anything in your hands to bless somebody else, you probably have time. You could be a volunteer. And Lonnie, so we, we, we could either have the purses, have the goodies, have the donations to the 501c3 website, but also time. Uh, avail yourself. Come be a volunteer. Help pack these bags. And all together, it shows the greater picture of, of loving our community uh, with God's love. Lonnie, you know, is that what happened to you initially was just where you, you say you were feeling touched to do this, you're feeling called to do this? Right, yes. And I just, it was put on my heart, and I know that it's really, I said it before, but I don't even carry a purse, so I thought that it was really humorous. God is so amazing and, and so funny, you know, sometimes. But I just started just following it and asking on social media for purses and then, you know, filling those purses and then reaching out to organizations and finding out where the need is. And that need is becoming larger and larger as our community grows. All right. And with that, we'll be right back. Are you a local pastor who needs supplies for your church or nonprofit? The Estegos Community Warehouse is the place for you. You can find a plethora of items such as teaching supplies, toys, bedding, and even garden supplies and decor, all at discount prices, some even 90% off retail. You can join Estegos Community Warehouse by going to estegos.org and filling out an application. Membership is free and only takes a few minutes to sign up. That's estegos, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org. We're back again with Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty and we have Pastor Israel Rodriguez and Lonnie Woverton of Purses with a Purpose, Boise, .org, purses with a purpose, Boise.org. We're talking about Lonnie's life growing up here in Idaho. And uh, when, you know, if you listened last week, you heard about her childhood in Parma and, you know, the way she ended up getting invited to church at a little uh, Methodist church there in Nyssa, Oregon. And, and she graduated from, you graduated from Parma High. Yes. And then you decided to go off to college. Was that for certain that you were going to do, or was that something that you fought really hard to get? Or tell us a little bit about that. No, I just thought that's what we were supposed to do. So I was always that person. That's what I'm supposed to do. So I came over and I started to go to Boise State, but then I knew I needed a job. So I went down to Idaho first and I knocked on their door and I said, I want to be a teller. And they said, okay, with what experience? And I said, well, I don't have any experience. I graduated and I'm a people person. And I, so they hired me. And so I worked part-time there and I went to BSU. I only went for two years to BSU because I moved up in, in the banking business. In Idaho First Bank. Yes. You yes. should have told them, you know, experience monopoly. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just, you know, I just then thought that, okay, this is my career. And then I... And this is 1980-something. Yes, and so 1982. If you're a little older, you remember back in the day that that was very typical. You know, 
young people would get would go to college to build some skills but then maybe at the same time find a career and then they would be off to the races in that career and so right. you ended up you know funny enough finding a career at Idaho First Bank mm-hmm. and you is that where you met your husband was through the bank or yes I was uh, a teller and he come through the drive-thru and I met him and we fell in love and I had two children and I thought okay this is my purpose in life so I raised my children and and then I decided I want to be a realtor and being a realtor was kind of my passion in life um, because I love nice things and pretty things and houses and so I became a realtor and um, then but how long did you work at a bank because you worked for quite a number of years yeah I worked about 10 10 almost 10 years yeah yeah and you were married for eight of those years yeah, or so yeah right and and then becoming a realtor making that leap from the security Mm-hmm. Of, a, yes. of a financial institution. Right. And then you, you, you're going out on your own. I mean, yeah. being a realtor, you're your own boss. Right, right. And I just had to have faith. And I think that through the years, I I was given that faith-driven, okay, I'm going to be okay because God's going to take care of me. It wasn't always easy, but um, I raised my children on my own for a while and and because eventually you and your husband split. Right, right. So then you were a single mom for quite a while. Yes. And you have two children, a boy and a girl. Yes. And they're both doing incredibly well now. Yes. One works for a hospital and one does cosmetology, mm-hmm. which, and is gorgeous, by the way. Oh, and thank you. She's looking for a husband out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lives in Austin. <laughs> yeah. But you cared, and, and we've had this conversation before, but for so many people throughout the years, what I'm wondering is that helping hand, you talk about finding your purpose with purses with a purpose, but as you were a young mother, were there other children, were there other families that you came into contact with that you were helping out? And how did you know that it was the right time? How did you feel that? For example, you know, I, I know that you decided to become a realtor you know, how did you know when that was the right time for you to, to make that change? I'm that kind of a person, yeah. and I just listened to my heart, and I knew at the time it was the right time to change. Um, just like I knew when it was put on my heart to start the Purse Project. I am the kind of person that if I am called to do something, I do it, and I put my whole heart into it. And was there ever a time in the past where you were – you were before the purse project when you were helping others and and you felt called to that was there ever always like wednesday night at church we always had church dinners at at first church and and i'd always or at valley shepherd church in meridian Mm -hmm. and we would always i would serve i would Mm -hmm. serve dinners i'd be there to cook i would you know i always have i've always felt like i had a serving heart yeah and you still you still sell real estate now, yeah? Yes, yes, yeah. I do. Yes, and I mean, just if people want to get in touch with you, I guess they can go to purseswithapurpose.org dot org sure. and probably connect with you through there. Absolutely. Is there another way that they connect with you through what what real estate company are you with now? Silver Creek Real Estate Group. That's right. And um, my phone number is um, just the same as as what it is on the website. Perfect. So just go there. I'd love to help you. Um, that's my other passion is finding you the perfect home and the perfect 
location for the perfect price. And that's you can just go to purses with a purpose dot purpose purses with a purpose Boise dot dot org. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I, I would be remiss if we didn't mention in this segment is that Papa Murphy's all through the month of August it has donation boxes for purses with a purpose yes. right there in their uh, lobbies. If you're out there and you're thinking, you know, I want to get involved, I want to help Lonnie stuff these purses, provide these purses, it really is a community effort. Yes. You're all volunteer run. Nobody gets a salary. So every dollar goes to buying supplies or purses to put into the hands of the young women in need. Yes. And you try to stuff these purses with enough supplies to last one woman for a month. A month, yes. Yeah. And then, of course... There has to be at some point, some time when you've thought to yourself, what would be the best possible item to put in here? Is there something that besides the shampoo, besides the conditioner, that there was some, maybe something that wasn't even a necessity, but just something that you wanted to make sure that they had so they knew that they were cared for? Right. And and that's a really good uh, question because... I growing up in Parma and really living in Boise, you really don't see outside of the box that you live in every day. And I have been asked to serve by donating our purses and backpacks to sex trafficking safe homes. Mm. And so at that time, I thought, you know, I, I learned a lot about the sex trafficking and these young girls and these women have absolutely nothing but to have mascara to put on is huge. And so that's when I started saying, okay, we would love to have makeup donated because that is such a big part of a woman's feeling of I'm okay, I'm pretty, I'm, 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 I'm you know, all the things that a woman wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with that, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at dearflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Estegos.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at Estegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to Estegos.org. And we're back once again, and I just want to say another quick thank you to our sponsor, the Estegos.org Community Warehouse. We couldn't do this radio show without them. And if you are a parishioner, if you're a congregant, if you're a pastor, if you're a youth leader, if you need things for your ministry and you're listening to this, please go to Estegos.org, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G, again, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G. Sign up, come down, see what we have in the warehouse. It is 14,000 square feet, 
jam-packed full of supplies. And if you come down there, you'll probably likely get to meet Lonnie, and you may even get to see her purse project, which um, she stores things there. And and we, of course, are always willing to accept donations at our community warehouse on behalf of Lonnie. We had someone just today bringing stuff for her. So, you know, if you want to uh, reduce your uh, expenses in your budget and get some of the things you need. We have tons and tons of supplies and just everything you can imagine under the sun. And we'd love to see you there. So pastor, I know that you're chomping at the bit to ask Lonnie a little bit about her raising her children as teenagers. So why don't you, and, and how that then informs her work today with the purse project. Yes. I, I was thinking about that, but then, you know, it came to my mind, you know, like, you are in this ministry today, and uh, looking back as your teen years, you know, if you could give yourself to your younger yourself some 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 advice, you know, after all these years experience raising your uh, siblings, raising your kids, being in this ministry, if you could give your younger self some advice, what would it be? It would be to love yourself. I've struggled all my life. On loving myself, and I think that a lot of girls, a lot of men, um, have trouble loving themselves. They're, you know, life is tough. Social media is tough. I have um, my son is a little person, and he was made fun of all of his life, and he struggled with that. And you know, my my kids were different. I raised them an eagle, and and um, not to say anything bad about Eagle, but there's a lot of kids that have a lot of money there. And I was a single mom. And to just try and help my kids fit in and and look kind of the same is, is big, you it, know? Yeah, I, well, and I, I can see that too, because in your work right now with the Purse Project, when you put together these backpacks for these young women at these schools in in Caldwell, in West Ada, in Boise, and you're providing these things, you're not just throwing them together in a used, you know, leather purse that's got tears in it and no. send it out there. There's a lot of thoughtfulness, a lot of cultivation that goes into is this a backpack that a young woman is not going to be embarrassed Right to to and I and I think getting to know you a little bit more about your story today, and seeing you know, that really does make a lot of sense. And I think we're all sensitive to that. Right. None of us want the next generation to feel as much pain as we did. No. Right. I always joke about it. Like I grew up in the eighties, and I always joke about like oh, they don't know how bad they have it. And I think when I was growing up, there were people that in the generation ahead of me that were like telling me, Tim, you don't know how good you have it. Mm-hmm. And I think we're always trying to improve that. So right. maybe share right. with us a little bit about that thought process. Right. Well, you know, we were donated a lot of like backpacks, and we use everything that we get donated. But I specifically mentioned to my volunteers, we're not going to give all of these, per se, red backpacks to the Caldwell High School, because I want these girls to not be noticed. I want them to be able to carry that backpack with pride, and no one's going to look at them and say, oh, well, you know where she got that backpack, you right. know? I want that that girl to be able to 
get up in the morning off of the couch that she's been surfing on and or get out of her car and be able to take her backpack and feel good about it. I've I, one time a, someone said to me, really a purse? Mm-hmm. What what uh, why a purse? Well, honestly to a woman or a young girl, a purse is big. Mm-hmm. A purse is their personal belonging. Mm-hmm. It's their own identity. Absolutely. And when, you know, I think about just this one idea of shame, and I think maybe going back to our original thought for this week about how does someone accept help, and and it, there is just you in this thoughtfulness of this idea of we're going to make this as easy as possible, as, as easy as we can. Like there, there probably may be other things if we had millions of dollars we could do to make these people's lives different. With the resources we have, we're going to find a way to make it easy for these young women to accept this help without shame, mm-hmm. without the burden of, oh, I'm a welfare case or, oh, I've, you know. And I, I've known some young women that have gone on to do incredible things you know, be nurses and doctors and engineers and, you know, mothers and all kinds of fantastic purposes in life. But they were raised in families that didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. And they had to accept some sort of help along the way. And I remember each time I've seen that happen, thinking, okay, how can we make it so that they accept that help without the burden of the shame? Right, right. We donate to South Boise um, incarcerate or um, women's correction the women's facility. correction facility, and the women that are leaving the prison they have absolutely nothing. Well, about two years ago, I started getting a little discouraged about you know I was letting Satan work on me. I was overwhelmed and and um, I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm not making a difference and. I decided to put a little flyer out to each of the organizations that I asked them to have their ladies fill out what this purse means to me. And just a gut check, right? Just to yeah, see like just, is this are, is this shampoo doing anything? Yeah. Is it are these nail clippers doing, you know, right. am I am I making any dent at all? Right. Cuz it can be a little tough sometimes right. pouring out into the void. Right, right. And so I'd get back the most amazing small stories, you know, just little tiny snippets. But I got one back that really um, touched my heart, and it was from a gal that said, thank you so much for giving me this beautiful purse that I can wear on the outside while I'm picking up the pieces on the inside. That right there told me, Lonnie, you are the vessel that God wants you to be. And I have taken that to the nth level and I, I look at the purses as, as the organizations are picking them up. And if they're not stuffed just right, I'm repacking them right. or, you know, talking to my volunteers and saying, you know what, this is going to somebody that is walking out of the prison or that was just beat up by her husband and has absolutely nothing or has been sex trafficked. You need to look at this person and say, is this something that I can feel good about getting and helping me? through the week or the month. And with that, we'll be right back. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. 
Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Stegas.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at astegas.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to astegas.org. And we're back again. I'm Tim Flaherty, and of course, we have Pastor Israel and Lonnie Wolverton with Purses with a Purpose Boise.org. Again, that's Purses with a Purpose Boise.org. And we're learning all about Lonnie's life growing up in Parma. It was an incredible episode last week. If you haven't heard it, uh, please tune back in. Go, you can get find it anywhere podcasts are. Lonnie's going to be back with us next week as this series continues. Don't forget, if you want to get involved, if you want to help these women, you can go to Papa Murphy's all across the Treasure Valley during the month of August, and you can donate purses and shampoo bottles and conditioner and razors and feminine products, anything that you think you would want to stuff in a purse that a, that a woman could use for a month. It's a month supply in a purse. Uh, it's a fantastic program. It's a really inspiring ideal to have that we're able to help these young women in these high schools, these women coming out of prisons. Lonnie has been doing fantastic work. Pastor, do you want to say a little prayer for us before we go off the air? You got about 45 seconds. Father, we want to love you, Lord, our God, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our strength, with all of our mind, and our neighbor as we love each one of us, ourselves, We know that you are the source of love. We need you today. We need you more than yesterday. Would you please encounter us, meet us where we are, that we may feel you, we may know you, that your Holy Spirit may reveal Jesus to us and our life can be transformed and changed so we can help others in their tribulations and in their, in their problems in life. For your honor, and your glory. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And we'll be back next week with Lonnie for one more episode.